0: Have you ever dreamed of being able to make more money, live a better life, and have the financial freedom that's rightfully yours? Well now is your chance. With an engaging perspective and tone, your host Ryan DeMent will guide you through your journey to financial freedom one step at a time. Let's get to it. Here is your host Ryan DeMent. Hey guys, Ryan DeMent, True Podcast. I hope you're having a great day. Welcome back, new week new podcast and we're going to continue the theme of debt charge off accounts or charged off accounts however you want to say that what they are and what to do about them and i've been around this business for way too long and i've heard some pretty crazy stories on why charged off accounts should be removed from people's credit bureaus or should be wiped out to zero uh, you'd be amazed at some of these stories. So if you're interested in those stories, stick around, and I'll see you guys on the other side. All right, guys, welcome back. All right, here we go. Charged off accounts, what are they? They are accounts that have been charged off on your credit bureau, obvious, for non-payment. And non-payment can be anywhere, depending on the type of debt that you had could be anything from a credit card to a student loan to a personal loan uh, to a car note to a payday loan. They all get reported to the credit bureaus. You can also have apartments on there. So there are different types of debts that are out there, a mortgage, but they go charged off or go into a status of charged off once non-payment is received after X amount of days. For a credit card, it's typically 120 days. Uh, You have some creditors that go 180 days. Student loans can go 180 days also. Sometimes they go less, sometimes they go more, depending on the creditor. And the creditor is either a private student loan or a federal student loan. Federal loans typically get charged off later in life, around 210 days. So why is that important? Because these items that are on your credit bureau are going to impact it for many years to come, unfortunately. So once you let it become charged off, what, let's just go back up. Once you actually let it become delinquent, you're already starting to get a hit on your credit bureau score. But then you're also going to start dealing with collection calls, collection emails, collection text messages, collection letters. I mean, there's all there's all types of things that are gonna happen. But then unfortunately, if you let it go all the way to the end and it charges off, then now the creditor is now writing that debt off to bad debt, which means they're taking a loss on it. And there's gonna be three things that can actually happen. One, they keep the debt in-house where they work with their own internal collections department to recover the funds and work with you on a payment arrangement or a settlement. Two, it gets outsourced to a collection agency they will then re-report this debt after 30 days per the FDCPA and FCRA. As long as you don't, you don't dispute the debt within that time, they will actually re-report it. So now you're going to have two trade lines for one debt on your credit bureau. And the third is going to be the same thing, but a little bit worse, is it'll be referred to an agency, or excuse me, an attorney, and that attorney will then pursue legal matters against you. So they'll get... They'll start the legal process to sue you, and then once, if they do win, and there's no challenges, not saying they always win, but if they do win, then they can start garnishing your wages and also do a bank levy, or or I call it just a, a, a tap. So heading these things off at the pass before it gets too late is, is critical, because if you let it go so far, it's just going to eat you, and you're not going to find your way out of this hole. So... Once you are behind on an account, the number one thing that I always told people to do when I was in the collections world is call and work with your creditor. If you don't call and have discussions with them, then they're just gonna assume that you're avoiding to pay the debt. Tell them that you can't pay and explain to them what's going on. And maybe they have a hardship for you that you can work on smaller payments over time to get back on your feet or maybe they'll allow you to pay at least the interest for a period of time and then start getting you a principal and interest payment. There's so many things you can actually do. There's forbearance and deferment. I highly suggest not to. It's better to pay than to defer it and just keep on eating up more fees and interest. It just becomes crazy. The other thing that you can actually do uh, if you're in a situation to where you don't know where to go, you can go to a credit counselor. You can go to a financial counselor or a financial coach. Um, you can also go to um, a nonprofit. There there are some churches out there that do credit counseling for their members. Uh, but the biggest, the, the biggest two that, that I can suggest that I know from personally is – Consumer credit counseling, which is, used to be consumer credit counseling. Now it's called credit.org. Uh, and then a financial coach. The financial coach you're going to have to pay for, but that financial coach is going to give you a lot more information than just drive-by. They're gonna, he or she is going to help you through that whole process. They're going to put you on a budget. They're going to get your debt paid off. They're going to help you get your debt paid off and also give you the tools that you need to succeed so you don't get into that same situation again. So charged off accounts, they hit your credit bureaus. What do you think happens? They kill your credit score, typically anywhere between 50 and 100 points. So if you were already delinquent, you already had some hits there on your actual credit bureau, you're going to have some more from this charge off. And when it goes to an outside agency or to an attorney, they're going to also report it. So you're going to get dinged twice. So it's going to be double the fun. Highly, highly suggest if you have charged off accounts on your record, on your bureau, first start with the original creditor, the person that you took the loan out from and start working with them to see if they'll work with you. If they'll work with you, put a payment plan together. Maybe you can scrounge up some money or bring some money together and you can do a settlement. Maybe you can actually work with them to re-age your account. Some debts you can re-age after X amount of payments, like student loans. Only federally backed student loans can be reaged after 12 consecutive monthly payments. There aren't very many other debt instruments or loans out there that can be re-aged. That's just one that I know of. There might be, you might be able to do something with a car loan, uh, credit cards, no, because it's, an, it's, it's a clo- it's closed end, it's charged off, you lost your charging privileges. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that you potentially could, and I can't think of anything right now off the top of my head, so sorry, but communication, communication, communication. A question that I get asked pretty consistently, should I pay off my charged off account? Absolutely, yes. If you're telling me it's a valid debt, so you're telling me that there's no fraud, you've agreed to the, the terms of the actual loan, and also, by the way, you agreed to the dollar amount, maybe the dollar amount might be off, you need to research that. They could have added uh, charged-off fees. They can add interest in there. There's a lot of different things that gets your balance to uh, actually explode and, and go north. But if you're telling me that the balance in the account is valid, absolutely, 100% do not pass go directly to the creditor and start making payments because it will only help you in the long run. Because the longer you leave that debt on there, the longer it's going to be a problem on your credit bureau. The sooner you start paying it, the sooner it goes to a zero balance, and the sooner you can actually start recovering your credit score, period. If anybody tells you otherwise, they're crazy because if you took out the loan in good faith to pay it back and you couldn't pay it back and something happened, and now you're at the point where you can, you need to pay it back, preferably in full. The settlement leaves a whole different piece uh, that you don't want to mess with. And we can get into that at a later date, but the settlement will leave money on the table. And if it's greater than $600, if you guys don't know this, The IRS will consider that income, and guess what? Anything above $600 will be taxed, and you'll get a a W-2 for it. So be prepared for that. Now, if the the charge-off is incorrect, you need to dispute it through the credit bureaus, and you have to be very precise on your dispute and what it looks like. Because at the end of the day, if you don't give them enough data to where they understand that you know what you're talking about uh, on the debt— and why it's invalid, they're just going to deny it and you're just going to keep on spinning your wheels. That's why if you have enough of these on your credit bureau, seek help. Consumer credit counseling, a financial coach. Period. You need the help, they'll get they'll help you get out of debt, they'll help you get these charge offs taken care of. And whatever you do, please, please do not do a debt consolidation which you wouldn't be able to do on these, but please don't do that and the other is debt settlement. Please don't do those because they're going to also come back on you because once you're at that point, they potentially could settle and then the creditor could come back and say, well, I guess I didn't like that. So guess what? We're going to ask you for the rest of the money. It does happen. People think it doesn't. It does. So be on the lookout for that. Stay away. How do you pay off a charged off account? Well, well, you got to get a payment arrangements together. you got to get a payment plan together with the creditor. If you can't work with the creditor, work with the agency. If you can't work with the agency, work the attorney. If it's at an attorney, they're going to put you on a stipulation more than likely if your state s- supports that. And a stipulation is, is basically a legal judge, a legal document that allows them to set aside any type of, of legal proceedings as long as you make payments. But in there is what they call a COJ, Confession of Judgment. And if you miss payments, they get to file that paperwork with the court immediately. And boom, they've got a judgment against you. It's default. And they can go right to garnishing your wages and also hitting your bank account. You don't want that. So if you're going to put yourself on a payment arrangement with either an agency, an attorney, or the creditor, make sure you can actually make the payments on time every single month. And it's going to be within your budget. Back to a budget, if you don't know how much you're spending on a monthly basis and you don't know how much you're making, you're in deep trouble in this situation, that's probably why you got here. I'm just being real guys. i i, I don't I don't sugarcoat things here. So if you don't know what's going what's coming in and what's going out, you're in trouble. So what you need to do is first put a budget together and understand your financial picture. If you are spending more than you have coming in, that could be your problem. If you're if you have more debt than you know how to service, that can be a problem. The only way you figure out what your problem is is by putting that budget together and understanding what it is. If I was in this situation, the number 1 thing I would do is cut out all the unnecessary spending. The Starbucks The going out to lunch and dinner, going to movies, uh, going on shopping sprees. Whatever the case is, you take all the money and you put it towards these charged off accounts. This is also partly what I teach and what I share with my financial coaching clients. If you want to be debt-free, you've got to sacrifice. And if you want to clean your credit bureau up to where you can buy a house because you've been renting all your life, and you want to get it right, and now you've decided that uh, you're ready to go. Maybe you had a life event. You got married, and you're going to have kids, and you you need a house. Well, guess what? Your credit bureau has to be cleaned up. You have to be able to pay your bills or demonstrate that you can pay your bills to your creditors. Well, guess what? You've got to get the charged-off accounts off your credit bureau. The only way to do that is to zero them out. Will they remove them once they're zero? Potentially. But there's this little thing called FCRA, which is the Fair Credit Reporting Act. And if a creditor or an agency or an attorney network or an attorney says that they're going to do it for one, they have to do it for all. So there has to be some special circumstance that they can put in play if you are going to have your charged off account removed from your credit bureau. Typically, once you pay it in full, it will show on your credit bureau as paid in full. If you settle it, it'll be settled in full for less than the full amount. So that will also affect your credit bureau too. That won't that will impact how your score is able to increase over time. When you pay it down to zero, then that will allow it to, gr- I say grow. Wow. I, I, need, I need some help. It'll allow it to be able to uh, increase over time at a quicker rate. And no one knows the exact algorithm and what they're using on the three bureaus. I'm just learning from the years of experience that a paid in full is a lot better than a settled in full. And it also looks better to creditors because creditors say, oh, it's zero balance. There's no risk. There's no exposure for them. So guess what? They will lend you money for your mortgage. Can the, let's go back to it. Can the charged off account be removed from the credit bureau? Yes. Like I said earlier, special circumstances. Have I done it before? Yes. Uh, unfortunately there's a lot of different things that, that went into play, but one of those things was I was just talking to a co on a student loan. She was an elderly lady. I would probably say she was in her early eighties. She co-signed for one of her grandchildren, the grandchildren, sorry, the grandchild went South and she ended up having to pay, but she literally paid 30 days after the charge off because she wasn't getting our notices. So when the notices didn't come and we could she could prove it, I I she knew that she owed the debt. That's no 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 question. So she paid it in full, and it was a substantial amount. It was like close to twenty thousand dollars, eighteen thousand dollars or something like that. I was okay to do that because she wasn't notified, so she wouldn't be impacted from that. That's what I'm talking about. That's a special circumstance, you know. Under FDCPA, FCRA, there's a lot of different nuances in there that you need to know that the creditor, the agency, and the attorney have to abide by. Especially when they're calling you and they're asking you for money, there's a mini Miranda, they have to do a debt validation, uh, they have to let you know that the call may be recorded for quality and training purposes. I mean, there's a lot of different things that have to be done from a regulatory standpoint that you guys should be aware of. But if you don't know these things and you don't know where to start, you have to get help. Because ultimately, if you're not getting help, you're not making progress, and you're not getting yourself into a better place. And how are you going to pay off your debt if you don't know where to start because you're overwhelmed? So if you guys need help, Consumer Credit Counseling, now credit.org, or a financial coach. I'm more than willing to help you guys on the financial coach side because that's what we do. We help people get their credit bureaus right so they can buy houses, period. And also, by the way, we love to see people debt-free. You can buy a house and then pay off your mortgage and be totally debt-free. But you got to do the work. It's all about the work. It's all about putting in that work. All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. I know it's not happy times in, you know, uh, rainbows and unicorns, as I say, but... Understanding how charged-off accounts work, how your credit bureau works, is critical in getting out of debt and making sure that you're financially healthy. I mean, we all need to be on uh, a level that is beneficial to us financially, but also being educated on how credit bureaus and different things that go on with it, especially when it comes to trades, when it comes to your debt – Uh, And how it's reported and how it's affected by you making payments and not making payments, making on-time payments, making late payments. So if you are struggling, reach out to us. We'll get you connected and see where that goes for you. We'll help you out as much as we can. I want you guys to live a debt-free life. I want you guys to be healthy, happy, prosperous, and enjoying the best life you possibly can, and the only way to do that is be educated on your financial health. And when you do that, you're going to put yourself in a better place, and you'll be able to share this information with others, whether it be your family or friends, and you'll be able to pass it along to your kids. How would you like your kids not to have to go through the same things that you had to go through in your life? And then they can pass that information on to their kids and their friends. Who knows where that goes? But in the end, it doesn't hurt to know and it doesn't hurt to understand how these things work to put yourself in a better place. That's it for this episode of True Podcast. I hope you guys have a great day. Stay safe, stay healthy. Remember to have those conversations. We are humans. We do enjoy communicating with one another, and it's okay to disagree. Don't cancel the other person out because you guys can't agree on a topic. Continue to talk. If you don't like one another, that's fine, but it's okay to not agree on topics because we are divided and polarized, and I want to see us come back together and be able to be unified. I'll see you guys on the other side. Have a good one.